When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. This is the Rich Eisen Show with guest host Ryan Lee. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Who is this Dr. Duray? <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show. Mom, it's the best rap album that will ever be. Today's guest, Pac-12 Network Analyst, Yogi Roth. Kansas head coach, Lance Leopold. Columnist for the MMQB. Andrew Brandt, plus from Prime Video Samaritan, actor Javon Walton. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Ryan Leaf. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Rich Eisen Show. I am your guest host for the rest of the week. My name's Ryan Leaf. Hey! I've been here before. I am alongside some of the greatest people in the entire world. I don't know if they get enough credit when Rich is in the chair. Somewhere, right? You know, (laughs) to my right, T.J. Jefferson, Mike Del Tufo, Chris Brockman. This is a crew. I've been looking forward to this for a while now, guys. (laughs) Been a while, man. Been a while. Been a while. Yeah, draft, right? Draft. Yeah, Yeah, when when Rich was gone at the draft, and now he was in Canton last week. He is. Vacationing, I'm assuming, the rest of this week. And we don't know where he is. Like Nantucket yeah. or... Undisclosed location. Right? <laughs> really could be anywhere. He goes to Italy for a month and then, you know... You right. know what's hilarious? And I pointed this out this morning, and I'm sure this will get back to him in some sort of fashion, uh-oh, uh-oh, TJ, that uh-oh. we're hating. Uh-oh. But uh, he has been on vacay now for a couple of days. No Instagram posts. Uh-oh. No Instagram stories. Do you think, because we gave him such a hard time post-Italy, that he's not going to post it all this week as kind of a... One ups like see I I can go on vacation and not post. Well, what do you want though? Like you were the you you led the charge about him posting from Italy. And I don't how need much to see every it. meal. You and eat. now yeah, Ryan, yeah, exactly. he's that's, not that's posting. What it is. And Chris is mad about him not posting. I'm not mad about him not posting. I'm just he's pointing just out making, an observation. He's just pointing out an observation. I'm an observation. Yeah, but like uh, you know, we like the middle ground. Know. We want middle ground. I'm making an a observation. It's like I mean, there's man's damned if he does and damned if he don't. There comes a point when it comes to Instagram. That the self-importance, it it, it it hits a precipice, right? Like, oh, look at the noodles in my pasta in Italy today. Everybody should see this. Everybody needs to see this. I think people need to see what pasta I'm eating today. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, I get it. I get it. I get my, my, Anna at home has said before when I've gone too far with Instagram, like, why do you care that somebody sees this part of your life that you're supposed to be enjoying? It's. It is the question, if the tree falls in the forest and you're not there to hear it, does it make a sound? Right. Right? <laughs> Maybe. Right. If Rich has an ice cream cone in Nantucket, and do, do, does it actually taste like chocolate? Or if he doesn't post about it. You know what I mean? Strawberry. Or if he's wearing his red Nantucket sweater. If he doesn't have that on. Right. The hat. The hat. Does, Pas- it, does it matter? The hat's does it matter? Over does there? It count? Well, he left the hat here for you, Ryan. Wait, he did he leave the hat here? Yeah, right oh, there. Oh, Ryan. Oh, oh no! Oh. <laughs> you should wear this the whole show. You should literally wear this the whole show. Oh, the man. rakish leaf. This is so mad. I mean, he's got a pretty big head. It's falling on my ears. <laughs> he's so mad. That is amazing. That, we will be using that picture oh, today. That is oh, phenomenal. That is amazing. Right? I told done. him to leave the hat know, here. I so I can't. All right, everybody. I'm Ryan Lee filling in All for right, Rich Eisen. Right. Rich Eisen show. Uh, uh, you can call thing. in. I want. I want. I'd love to get some calls in today because we're going to dig deep into, you know, NFL fo- NFL training camps. I mean, the conversation. Andrew Brandt is going to join us today. He has been spot on with everything he's had to say around the Deshaun Watson legal battle. I want to talk to more of him about the contract aspect of things because he, he did. He got the best contract ever, and he was coming into it with all these allegations. Who is his agent? Who? Well, I'm, it's athletes first is his agents. And the leverage, how did he have any leverage? I want to talk to Andrew about that because it's still dumbfounded. We talked about Yogi Ross going to join us. He has a new book called Five Star Quarterback. And 
he's been working with Elite 11 for years and years and years alongside his work with the Pac-12 network. Uh, and he's seen all these kids grow and grow and become um, stud quarterbacks in college football. So I think this book is pretty great. We'll have him on. As well as Lance Leipold, new head coach. Well, not new. He's been there for one year. But head coach for the Kansas Jayhawks football team. Um, I really, really believe in this guy. I had a chance to call a few of his games last year. Uh, I think this is a good opportunity for him to uh, talk to the nation here, you know, on a national radio show and TV show and talk about what his team uh, is trying to accomplish because it's it's a battle uh, at Kansas when you've got the best basketball program in college basketball right. sitting there and on the football side of things, you aren't able to really compete. Do you? Why do you take that job? How do you turn it around and make it something special? I think they got the right guy for the job there. He's going to join us a little bit later. I talked about Andrew Brandt joining us and then, uh, Javon Walton, right? Any of you Euphoria fans out there, uh, his character Ashtray is probably one of the best characters on that show. And he just uh, did a new movie with Sylvester Stallone called Samaritan that's coming out on Prime Video uh, later this month. And uh, I, I, t- I got a chance to watch it last night. A little, I like being the host of a show and getting sneak peeks yes, at things. Right? Screeners. <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, you're able to go on your Apple TV and download the app and watch it right on your TV. Like, bam. Yeah. Get a little code to watch Sly Stallone run around as a superhero in it. So, love it. Yeah. Uh, that's, your, that's your show today. All right. Um, excited to be here. Uh, it's been a crazy, crazy off season for me. You guys, of course, uh, close to me know um, my family and I are going to be moving to Connecticut. Hey, now, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. And um, for work. And it is um, really exciting, yet daunting. The moving truck came yesterday <laughs> or on Sunday and loaded up about three quarters of the house. And just that process. We're, we'll get into this a little. The moving process, the, the moving business is a giant scam. It, 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 <laughs> it's a giant scam. <laughs> How I don't think I don't think, you know, the moving company that worked with us on Sunday knew I was going to be hosting a national radio show this week, but... Uh, they paced themselves. Alas, they paced them this is they where do. we're at. All right. We're moving to Connecticut. You might want to wait until your stuff gets delivered yeah, yeah, before yeah. we smirch. You don't think you I know. just thought about that before I named the, <laughs> the, the movie I, 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 Yeah, I wouldn't name them. As yeah. your attorney, I advise yeah. against naming them. Yeah, yeah I, I did not want to or, or, or need to do that at this point. But let's just say it's it's a, kind of a, a grimy business. Let's just put it that way, right? There's brokers everywhere. You Never mind. I don't want to get into it yet. Moving to Connecticut, right? We wanted a house for the kid to grow up in like I did growing up where I had a backyard, right? Not that we don't love Los Angeles. Of course. It's a, it, it, you know, we, we just, you know, we don't have the, the wherewithal to put in a, you know, in-ground pool like Mr. Brockman here. Right. Yeah. Um, baller. 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 And he's And he, know, he knows what he has in Cage Brockman. He knows he's got a golfer on his hand that's going to make, you know, live type of money before we know it. Oh, Cage is already on the live show. He's yeah. already... The fielding tour. offers. <laughs> Baby live tour. So it's got a backyard. It's got a backyard. Um, it's got a little half court basketball court and a little batting cage. So if the kid wants to play sports, it's if it was if you if, looked at like a house as a party house for sports, this is a this is a party house. I mean, let's let's be honest. MacGyver Leaf has no choice. He's already six seven. Yeah, and, and like four years old. He's already I mean. top ten rivals basketball for the class of what like twenty thirty eight. Well, we're gonna we're, he, we're gonna hold him back. He's he's right on that that fringe, right? October fifth is his birthday, oh, yeah. so either yeah. be seventeen your entire senior year, right. or 18. 18, about right. to be nineteen. And we're gonna we're gonna do I think the eighteen. I think route. That's smart. I was seventeen my entire senior year. So was I. Me too. And uh, I, I was I, I think I was mature physically enough. Maybe not. I mean, I grew a, a ton when I got to college that that first year, right? So we'll see. We'll see what that looks like. So these are these are huge parental decisions you have to make, of course, as a as a parent. Um, I think my mom just wanted me out the crib. She was like, "Is seventeen? All right, <laughs> you get gotta it. go." Oh. Well, I was the oldest of three boys, so she was kind of like, "Ah, you know, I got a few years, <laughs> nine more years before the other one's out. He wants to stick around for one more year, maybe." Um, so yeah, that's the big news in our family, right? Love it. We're uh, but Rich Eisen fans out there, uh, and the Rich Eisen Show fans. Let Rich know, you know, as I will. He rarely texts me back anymore because he's <laughs> gallivanting around the... Uh, Always on vacation. Yeah. Around the world. Must be but, but if you need me to host the show, I'll just fly back. It's not a big deal, you know? 
Newark to LA is nonstop. Yeah, five and a half hours. Yeah, nothing. Be right here in the seat when he needs me. Or so I you're go, saying even though you're leaving, you don't want to give up your spot here. No, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm the I'm the I'm the reliever, right? I'm the right hand. <laughs> he goes to. So yeah, I want to continue to do that. Though Ben Lyons sure gets a lot of play. What's up with that? <laughs> I love me some Ben Lyons. He's like a summer like reprieve. You know he's kind of like summer vacation. Yeah, he's like the summer vacation vibes. Talk some talk some movies. Yeah, and, movies, a little pop culture. He loves Kanye. You gotta like, have a just, lefty and a righty. In the yeah. I mean, that's you true, play. Mike. You need to have need both to arms. Yeah. I just always wonder if there's beef because every time the one of them's here, the other one's like yeah, Ryan yeah, Leaf yeah, yeah, or yeah, Ben yeah, Lyons. Yeah, yeah. Right. We love you both, like, guys. You know, you should be having fun in the bullpen waiting to get called. There's no need for you guys to beef with each other? We don't beef. I play I golf know. with him quite a bit. I know. <laughs> I will say this. Okay, I'll be the one that comes back in the, the, the other direction here. I'm grateful for this opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am so grateful for this opportunity, as always. Um, but I will, if need be, fly back and do the show. Also, you know, our, 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 sister, our sister family, uh, the Dan Patrick Show, is now literally... Uh, 15 minutes from my house. Oh, so, yeah, so they're going to steal you from it. So if Dan, Dan needs a day off, right? You know, now he's got somebody who's got. We're going to have to fight Ross Tucker. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, see? Ooh. I can fight Ross Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Ryan, you got to, I mean, you got to choose a side. It's like when sometimes when when married couples get divorced and the friends got to go, all right, oh, well, yeah. I got to talk to one. Not saying that we got divorced from Dan, but you can't just, you know, jump over there, then come back here. Well, I, think, I think I can. Okay, maybe yeah, you can. I think, you can a, I think there's a peacock. Some synergy. Synergy there. Okay. NBC Sports, DirecTV, and AT&T in the past, right? Love. There's there's a lot of synergy of there. Got a lot of love. Yeah. yeah. A lot of love. Yeah. Our Just friends, saying. our friend Sully, you know, used to be really close with those guys, and now he's, you know, he's kind of moved over to you guys. Well, that's because he started kicking it with me and Brockman, that's and then true. you realize. Well, he, you know? he, he, he used to kick it a ton with, or he still does with Andrew Perloff, but I guess Andrew Perloff's not, not with the Dan Patrick Show anymore. This is a lot of inside baseball for inside all you baseball. people. <laughs> this, this is how the sausage gets made. This is how the sausage gets made. Um, There's a lot of football stuff happening, Ryan. There's a lot going on. Do you see the Bears news this morning? Rokon Smith wants out. Yeah, yeah he He's does. had enough. My brother lives in Chicago. His girlfriend uh, works in the, the Bears facility, uh, oh. sells the sweets and, and hospitality, stuff okay. like that. Okay. Um, and whenever, whenever I'm there, I can just – and I felt this way with, with, with Nagy as the head coach. The Nagy situation seemed very – lame duck to me like i like no one i don't think anybody out there thought Nagy was going to have the job going into this year it's very similar and we can get into this a little bit later to the situation i think that's going on in carolina with matt rule i Mm. really think there is a lame duck feeling to this season for matt rule because i don't know which quarterback's going to play i am suspecting it's going to be baker mayfield that defense is really good he hasn't transitioned like uh, people expected him to transition uh he's still holding on to a lot of that college football head coach mentality Mm -hmm. which doesn't play at the nfl level right it's a it's a group of men now you have a lot of control over the guys in a college environment i mean look at the greatest college coach of all time nick saban right i mean he his tenure in the nfl was was short um not very successful and so I, those two uh, scenarios are very similar to me. As for Chicago, yeah, your your best defensive player, uh, alongside a guy by name Cleo Mack, who got traded this offseason. Yep. Now the other guy is saying to everybody, "I want out." He's on a you know on a fifth year option, right? This is this is this is big. Chicago is in a real situation for a team that has so much history and legacy in the NFL to really be a doormat in that division. I mean, if Campbell and Detroit find a way to find some semblance of success this year and all of a sudden Chicago's at the very bottom of it, I mean, what does that what does that mean to this team and how do they go about it? I mean, they lose their best wide receiver in Robinson, right? They franchise tagged him. He got hurt, didn't work out. They they sent him along. He's now in in Los Angeles with the defending champions. Uh Khalil Mack, I mean Justin Fields is supposed to be the answer there, but if you don't have anybody around him, at the NFL level, I don't care how great you are, 
Just look at the Cam Newton scenario. If you don't got guys around you, you can't be Cam Newton like he was in college at the NFL level. It's just too difficult. Too many great players. If you can't be protected. The no. Bears have one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Yeah, it's it's this is this is interesting. It's always fun to hear players watch and see other players make money, get things done. We'll go to Cleveland with that too, with Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. and that possible decision to do a hold in, but you know, Cleveland did not balk at that that possibility. We're Running not, backs have not very little leverage, everybody. Very little leverage. All right. The most important position, the quarterback position, where they start, how they get to where they go, usually starts in the Elite 11, in the high school, the recruiting process. Five stars in the recruiting process. Our next guest, Yogi Roth from the Pac-12 Network, is going to talk to, about, talk to us about his new book, and all things five-star quarterback when we come back. You're listening to The Rich Eisen Show. We'll be right back. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs and the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side, helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partners sleep number does that my sleep number setting is 60 my wife's is 70 10 numbers apart but it truly is the world of difference the sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable you will love it jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now you could save 50 percent that's 50 percent on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rich Eisen Show. Ryan Leaf here, filling in for Rich Eisen. Uh, he's getting ready. He's, this is his this is his tune up week to get get right for NFL season after his days with the NFL Network at Canton. Uh, it's revving up. It's revving up. The quarterback yeah, position is the perfect position uh, to talk about in our next segment here. Uh, joining us. Um, Buddy of mine, I, I have to I have to read this Yogi because this is this is this is this is I know Yogi well, so this makes me laugh a little bit. All right, Yogi Roth has been driven by the power of sports and story for over twenty years oh. as an on-air college football analyst, Elite Eleven coach, Emmy award-winning filmmaker, and New York Times best-selling author. A former pit-wide receiver and USC coach, he is the, also a motivational speaker, TV and event host, and world traveler. Veteran Elite 11 football scout and five-star quarterback co-authored Joey Roberts is much more than his Instagram bio would suggest. He's a believer, a son, a grandson, a brother, a friend I can attest to, coach, yogi, seeker, and nerd. Welcome to the show, my friend, Yogi Roth. How are we doing this morning, buddy? <laughs> Man, uh, when you say world traveler, I just think back to that time we were both in Bali. That's <laughs> exactly where my head went, man. And and now I can talk to you here. I watch you on the show when you're in. And you know how I feel about you, man. I'm so pumped for, for everything you got going on. A little story, side story here. My first game I ever called uh, for the Pac-12 Network, um, you know, it was a big deal for me. And I get a text um, right before I'm about to go on air, and I look down, and it's from Yogi, and he he just he just says, "Welcome to the family, can't wait." 
and and just gave me the best advice. And I've said it before on this show, and I've said it a lot to a lot of people. He said, "Be where your feet are," and it's very simplistic, but it's perfect. Be in the moment. Be where your feet are. And I wanted people to know that story about you, Yogi. Thank you so much, bud. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Anytime. I think when you broadcast, you get so amped, and you were so proud and excited for that game. And I remember just thinking, hey, I wish somebody maybe told me that before I did my first one. I was so amped up. And I remember tuning into the app and watching you, and look what you're doing now, man. You're, you're kicking butt on so many fronts. It's awesome. Yogi Roth. Now the next question is: You're here in LA. Why aren't you? Why aren't you sitting in next to me in the studio right now as as a as an in studio guest? Are you just too busy? Couldn't get away. Kid, dad duty this morning. No, I I, I would have done it. I, ah. you know, I was told it was a phoner. Um, so now I'm actually sitting at SC. Uh, I'm about to sit down with Caleb Williams after this interview to do a little sit down for my podcast, talk about his path, but. I want to come check that out, man. I'm all in next time. Bring yeah, it it's right down the street from you. I mean, it's in El Segundo. Uh, it's not too far from your from your your stomping ground. So, uh, good segue. Caleb Williams, right? Five star recruit at Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley a year ago. He makes the transition, makes the move with the transfer portal with his head coach. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of interest in USC simply because of all that. This team was a four win team a year ago. A lot of expectations now. Talk to us about Caleb Williams, um, and then maybe it can lead into your book, Five Star Quarterback, and a, what it's been like to mentor and be around these great players uh, over the last decade of your career. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, Caleb's a one percenter to me. Uh, he's really unique uh, as a player, as a human, as a thought leader. Uh, he reminds me a lot at that age. I can remember when I met. Jameis Winston when he was 17, when I met Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and Tua Tungavailoa. There was all, all of them had something, a unique trait about them outside of just being able to pass. And everybody can do that in high school now. Um, and he's proven to, to be that type of guy. I think when you talk to anybody on the staff here at SC, uh, from when he arrived to now here they are, week one of camp, almost concluding, uh, it's his work ethic. I mean, he does it by example. Um, he does not come out of you know the, the school of quarterbacks in terms of they're supposed to be six three and a half and big tall pocket passes. I mean this guy is a dynamic player. He can do everything and he can sit in the pocket and deal. So I, I'm I'm excited. I think he's truly got the it factor, which I define as you walk into a room, people feel your presence, and you make them better. Uh, that that's who he is. Uh, he's a guy who first time he got to SC, his first job he said was to get to know everybody's name from the walk-on to the equipment manager, to everybody in between, because uh, he wanted to you know, make people feel like he cared about them and not just, hey, man, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Um, but everything about him is purpose-driven. I think he's going to end up becoming the blueprint for huge recruits who are really talented as well and find success on how to manage expectation. So I'm pumped for him, and, and as I sit outside of their facility, um, I've, I'm looking at the book that you referenced, Five Star TV, and his face is on the cover along with 50-plus other quarterbacks. And the reason that we wrote this book was, was really twofold. One is that over the last 15-plus years doing Elite 11, parents and players are asking the same questions, and now the pressure is only intensifying. The money is only growing. The expectations are through the roof. Nobody knows how to deal with it. Right? There's, there's, you can't Google how to be a five-star player. You can't Google how to be a walk-on. You definitely can't Google how to be a parent of either one of those. So Joey and I sat together, and we said, we got to – create a book that will serve as a tribe of mentors for anybody going through this process. So whether it's a guy in college now or in the NFL now or in high school, Pop Warner now or their families, we think this book, which is almost 600 pages, offers advice on everything you can dream of from how to take a visit, what it's like to commit, to decommit, uh, how do you deal with and manage mental health, uh, how do you deal with women on campus, um, how do you, when you transfer or you transfer twice, what is that process like? Uh, to what the realities are on the NFL. And it's really fun as we asked over 50 of these quarterbacks the same 20-plus questions to hear their feedback. So I'm looking at the cover, and it's Caleb Williams, Matt Barkley, Jimmy Clausen, Josh Rosen, uh, up and down the list, Sam Ellinger, Will Greer. I mean, there's it's a who's who of, of quarterbacks that adorn that five-star ranking. And, and what we learned in our process was not one of them ever asked for it, but all of a sudden they got thrust into a spotlight. And that's why the cover, my last point, the cover is their faces, because I want fans to see their faces. And all too often when a quarterback commits to a school, you see their YouTube highlights, you see their arm, you see their ranking. 
you often forget that there's a human in there. And while the pressures continue to grow, and Ryan, you know this better than anybody, the development of a 19-year-old is pretty much the same across the board. Like your brain is still developing. You're trying to figure out how to deal with this thing. And that's why in the book we added not only quarterback answers, but 40 ambassadors of the game. Holinsky family, offering their advice. Brenda Tracy, offer your advice. Mike Gervais, the psychologist, offer your advice. Pete Carroll, Dan Lanning, Lincoln Riley, David Shaw, Jed Fish, Ryan Day, uh, all the people that I really admire in the, in the coaching and football world to say, give these guys a roadmap. Give them just one thing to take away. And, and that's what this book is, man. It is, uh, it's one of one right now. And I think it's going to be really cool to, you know, for a player in the family to, to, to dig through and be like, you know, I got a question about this. Go to Chapter 8 and talk about recruiting or whatever it may be. I feel like, you know, when I go around the country and speak and parents come and ask me about when they have a child that's that's super into sports and is athletic and is getting a lot of uh, notice, um, I, I love now that there's, you know, you're right. There's just, unless you've experienced it, you really can't speak to it. And to have a resource like this will be huge, I think, for for parents, right? I have a four-and-a-half-year-old. At some point, he's going to you know, realize some, some athletic, uh, um, you know, level of, of success. And, and I want to be able to give him the best advice. And, and so I appreciate you, uh, putting together, doing something like this. Talk to us a little bit about the elite 11 counselor aspect of this. You've been doing it for a long, long time. You watch how this process is built and built and built and how it's become a huge part of the recruiting process and giving guys a leg up when they have the opportunity to go to the collegiate level. Yeah, I, I love Elite 11 um, on many fronts. Uh, the guy who founded it, his name is Andy Bark. I met Andy Bark in 1999 when he kicked off the Nike camps, which anybody from that era on is familiar with. You'd go to campuses around the country or venues around the country, and you'd have a free camp to showcase your skill. Uh, Andy started it because he wanted everybody to have somewhat of a level playing field, You know, whether you're the son of an elite quarterback or whether, you know, nobody in your family ever played the sport, uh, but just show out, show up and see how you compete and meeting him then. And then being around him at SC when I was coaching, he was always around and then working for him at the elite 11. It's been one of my life's joys, man, because I get to meet these young men at 16. So whether that's Bo Nix or Jared Goff or Christian Hackenberg, I mean, you can go up and down the list. It's kind of the who's who of QBs and, they are told prior to camp how great they are. That's all they're told, Ryan, and you know this. And when they get there, what I found to be overwhelmingly common is all they want to do is let their guard down and get some help, get some guidance. Every time I listen to these quarterbacks talk in the media prior to us meeting them, they sound like political figures, right? They're just saying all the right, what they think is the right stuff, cliche central. And I say, you're more than a ranking, man. You're more than an Elite 11 quarterback. You've got a story. You've got a heartbeat. You've got a soul. Let's tap into that and help share it. So I say that with the Elite 11, and now Trent Dilfer's been the head coach for over a decade, and our staff is awesome all across the country. What we really take the most pride in, like football, that's easy. Like We kill that quarterback development side of it. But we call it beyond the X's and O's, where we dive into offering them up with tools to deal with all the pressures. So whether that's now NIL, we had Jaden Rashada in this year uh, the day after he reportedly was getting like $9 million to go to Miami, right? Like, you need a tool to deal with that. You can't just turn your phone off. And that's what our sessions would be about. Uh, whether you, you, you name the topic, whether it's media training, mindset training, uh, XO on the board, you know, out, outside of life, how do you deal with finances? How do you deal with NIL? We'll bring in the CEO of, uh, of Open Doors. Like, we're, we're trying to pour in in a 48 a 72-hour window as much as possible. And, and I love it because when guys come back, because they always come back as counselors, whether it's E.J. Manuel or Mark Sanchez or, you know, all the top guys in the country usually come back and coach them up. Like this year it was Caleb, um, it was Bryce Young, it was C.J. Stroud, it was Dorian Thompson Robinson, um, and it was um, uh, Devin Leary at NC State. They, they, they just rave about their experience that they went through it, and, and they pour back into the group. And it's a sick little, you know, community of, hey, how do we pour back into the position? How do we pour back into people? And, and my role is really to do that over the course of those days. But then when their careers are over, um, you wouldn't be surprised, but other people wouldn't be surprised at the amount of young men that I talk to and mentor when they walk away from the game. Right. Those are the calls I get of like, hey, uh, 
thinking about getting married. Hey, I don't know how to deal with not playing. Hey, I just got out of rehab. Hey, I just got, got out of a, a, a tough situation in life. Hey, I'm going to quit my job because I want to do X, Y, and Z. And that's why I love that part of it because it, it, it says to me and our staff that at 16 we had somewhat of an impact. That's wonderful to hear. Uh, Yogi Roth, Pac-12 Network, college football analyst and uh, uh, author of the new book, Five Star Quarterback. All right, before I let you go here, I want to – I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about what, what has transpired with the Pac-12 conference this, this offseason, right? Uh, UCLA and USC, of course, uh, transitioning in two years to the Big Ten. What does that mean for the current conference, the 10 remaining teams? Where do we sit after the news yesterday that came out that the Big Ten may be not utilizing in their media rights deal ESPN? And how, how is that going to benefit uh, the Pac-12 in their media rights negotiations with George Klyovkov? Yeah, good question, man. Uh, I think all of us will remember where we were the day that news dropped. Uh, I was literally interviewing CJ Stroud's mom, Kimberly, and Bryce Young. <laughs> I was yeah, on the, I was on the radio. I was on Pac-12 Network yeah. when we were doing it. Totally. Yeah. You're like, holy, you know what, right? And and I remember looking at my phone and I was like, oh my god, it kept blowing up. And I was like, are my kids okay? Is my wife okay? And then I saw like, oh man, is our conference okay? Uh, and I did like everybody. You went through the five days of you know, anxiety, depression, anger, sadness, all the stages of grief. Uh, but then you came out of it, and, and this is why I love you reference our commissioner. I'm such a fan of George Klyovkov's leadership skills and his traits and how he's not only held this thing together, but every AD and people I talk to continues to say the same line, which is we're going to emerge. And I think we are. Now, we're going to emerge differently. You know, we're not going to have this market necessarily, but will we have more teams? Maybe. Will we have uh, brands? continue to grow and strengthen yes do we still have 10 teams that i think you know top to bottom if you take out the few elite teams in the country um i think our collective 10 could go compete against anybody i say it every single year and you call games in this league there's there's great diversity of scheme we still sit number three every single year in nfl draft picks so it's not like our teams are going to roll up and quit um and i love the unity that every school has has said regarding the media rights to me, what's been interesting about all this is like every football analyst has become a media rights expert. And, and I just, I'm not that. Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that the games are going to be on television. I hope, and, uh, and I, I hope my, I get to do it for 20 more years and have the honor to call the games of, of these 10 schools and whomever else we may add uh, or wherever that goes. But I don't know what's going to net out. I mean, I read the same thing you, you read. Uh, it would seemingly see that. Fox is probably out of the Pac-12 conversation, um, and I'd imagine ESPN is largely in the Pac-12 conversation. But I don't know, man. I, I don't know how that stuff works. Um, the thing I'm most jacked about now is going to training camps because uh, I do think amid all this, all we talked about was rights deals and realignment, all this stuff that you and I have zero say in. Right. And I and I just made the decision. I was like, I'm going to double down on stories. I'm going to kick ass. Excuse me. I'm going to kick butt this year, <laughs> telling stories, celebrating the game coaching the viewer period like that's what i'm gonna do because uh, that's where i get the most joy I, I i don't like talking about this other stuff because i don't know it right right i'm an expert in the game so that's that's how i netted out of like i'm gonna have a great mindset walking into the season george will lead our rights to an amazing place i think our schools will remain united and i think our league's gonna do really well uh, i love the talent this year in the league coming back i think we have the best group of quarterbacks in the country i put our top six uh, if not even more against any other league's top six quarterbacks um, and there's a lot of reasons why. So, yeah, man, I, I don't know what will net out, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the future. Uh, definitely not where I was when that news dropped at the end of June. Yogi Roth, everybody, Pac-12 Network college football analyst, author of the new book, Five Star Quarterback. Hey, thanks for taking time this morning with me, bud. I really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Yeah, bro, anytime. Ne- next time it's in person. Yes. Come on, yes. man. Yes. Right. We'll, we'll get on that. That's my bad. Ryan, can I, can I hang on, hang on, hang on, Yogi. Stick around for a second. What's that? Hey, Yogi, just real quick. I, I know I knew that you went to Pitt, and I also spent a lot of time in, in Oakland. Um, just wondering, you you were roommates with Larry Fitzgerald. What was what was Larry like back in the days? Like, what was his mindset and his mentality when you guys were living oh, together at Pitt? Yeah, he was all he was, he was impressive. I mean, they put us together because they were basically like, Yogi, teach him the playbook so he could take your job, which is exactly <laughs> what happened. There. Quite honestly, probably. You know, the, the first full padded practice, he probably took that thing over. Um, but but I, I love I love telling the story about Larry of, of game one of his freshman year 
uh, we had to wear a suit to the game. But after the game, he got to wear a warm-up jacket and kind of that thing. And the game ends, and he puts his suit and tie on. And I went over to Larry, and I said, hey, man, you know, that was that big brother model for him. So you don't have to wear your suit. You can wear your warm-up jacket. And he goes, no, no, no. Uh, people are going to know what I'm about from day one. And I say that, and I say it to high school players all the time and college players. Of He knew exactly what it meant to be a pro from, from you know, not, not necessarily the day he got on campus. He, he knew before he even got to college. And, and that, to me, was such a mindset that trickled over to everything. He was always in the facility, always in the training room, always in the weight room, always in the film room, always trying to learn, always watching cut-ups. I mean, that, that was his craft. And, and I can remember to this day, the day he left early, because remember, he left after two years yeah. because he did a year at a prep school. So he was three years out of high school. And I remember going up to him and saying, why are you leaving? And I'm this naive 21-year-old kid. Like, stick around. Team's going to be awesome next year. And he goes, hey, you go to college to put yourself in the best position for your future, whether you're a doctor or you're a lawyer or an athlete. I'm never going to get drafted higher than where I'm projected now. I feel like I'm ready. I'm going to go. And, and when he said that to me, like, so many things clicked around the craft and the sport and him as a pro, you know, prior to even being a quote-unquote pro. Uh, he, was, he was amazing. And I'll say this to this day, he still stays in touch with not only me, but so many of our teammates, everybody in the receiver room. Uh, he's, he's as humble of a guy as I've met for being a first ballot Hall of Famer, that's for sure. Yogi Roth, everybody, Pac-12 Network, college football analyst. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon, bud. Yeah, you got it, bro. Later. Yogi Roth, you can get his book five-star quarterback is available now for purchase via amazon.com uh for more information on five-star quarterback visit www.5-starqb.com for updates and to connect with yogi uh at www.yogiroth.com uh you guys have heard me uh talk about you know people who supported me into this broadcasting world and Mm -hmm. you know uh Brady Quinn and Joel Klatt, Kirk Herbstreet, Greg McElroy, all those guys let me shadow them during that year, wondering or whether if I was wanted to do this and if I could be any good at it. Yogi Roth was one of those guys too. He just he's led at Pac-12 Network. He's been there from the moment it started, um, and uh, has been a, a a guiding force for that network through this process and for me. So uh, it was great to hear him talk about some of the things that he's got to experience. That book. That's going to be a big deal for parents who are dealing with with situational things when you got a an athlete such as the likes of Caleb Williams, right? And what happens then when you navigate that when you transfer colleges somewhere else? Like, what is that? You don't ask to be a five star. Best thing that ever happened to me probably stars didn't exist when I was getting recruited, right? So no one knew when I got to college. There was no expectation. I could sit for a year in red shirt and not be expected if I don't play right away to be the guy, right? There are a ton of expectations on those guys when you have those stars next to your name coming out of high school. So uh, appreciate him and what he's bringing to the table. Um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, talk a little bit about what I've done this summer. Got an experience, something pretty cool that comes with a great story that involves Terrell Owens. And I hope <laughs> okay. everybody really enjoys those stories, don't we? All right. When we come back to the Rich Eisen Show, I'm Ryan Leaf. We'll be right back. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com eisen. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Welcome back, everybody. The Rich Eisen Show. Ryan Lee filling in for Rich alongside TJ Jefferson, Michael Del Tufo, Woo. Mr. Chris Brockman here Power. with me. Um, give us a call. Uh, 844-204-RICH. That's 844-204-7424 if you want to talk about anything that we are discussing today. Some big news out of New York. Chris Brockman, what do we got with the Jets? Yeah, bad news uh, for the Jets. Uh, yesterday, Mekhi Becton kind of went down and was limping off the field. It did not look good, but they were optimistic. Uh, more bad news today, though. Mekhi Becton has suffered an avulsion fracture of the right kneecap. Mm. He's going to see a second opinion tomorrow, but he is likely out for the year. Oh. That's the second straight year now, Mekhi Becton, <laughs> the gigantic left tackle for the Jets. Uh, we'll have missed, and that's obviously bad news for the Jets, the bad news for Zach Wilson. Uh, how do you read this situation, Ryan? Uh, we were on NFL radio last night uh, on Sirius XM when I was uh, when this news kind of broke and how they thought it might be a little worse yeah. than expected. A guy that size, oh, just massive individual, just the massive um, the mass to somebody like that. Injuries are compounded, uh, unfortunately, for a guy who's incredibly powerful. Like it's a it's a huge loss. He, they asked me to to kind of place on a uh, on a hierarchy of where it is in, in terms of disappointment and, and it's big he was going to be a big part of shoring up that offensive line because if he's not able to protect Zach Wilson in his second year Zach Wilson is not going to be able to utilize all those weapons that they've placed around him now out there uh, so you hope that this doesn't diminish the product much but when you look at the size the strength the athleticism of a guy like that this is going to be uh, a difficult um, mountain to, to climb now with the process. They already, you know, had unrealistic expectations on this team. I believe it's still the Jets. We've talked about this before, right? <laughs> you know, year two into the three-year uh-huh. ritual they have every year or every three years, right? New head coach, new quarterback, and you know, boom, boom, boom. But I boom. think it was okay, and 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 you know, um, certainly warranted to have some expectations this year. Yes. Second year, Zach Wilson did show some promise, kind of near the end. Loaded with offensive weapons. Second year, Robert Sala, good defense. I think it was okay for them to think maybe we could go 7-10 and 10 or 8-9. and nine, But uh, this uh, is a huge loss. It is. It's a big loss. It's a big loss. So Dwayne Brown's got to be on line one, right? Yes, he, he was there. He was there for the white and uh, green game the other day. Yeah. Um, you know, he guy started all 17 weeks last year. Uh, he's been a mainstay. He's old. He's older. He's yeah. older. Yeah. He's older, right? He's not, you know, 46 NFL. or anything like that. Old. I do think, though, you know, if if uh, if there are some some general managers out there need a guy that come in to kind of chase Daniel at this year, I could do that. You need a camp camp arm. Yeah, I could throw in camp, and then I could be there for the entirety of the year okay. and just be there. I don't even have to be the backup. I could be the third string guy. Could be there to help help anybody along. You know. Um, Throw during practices. Which and stuff team like that. was it that just basically paid? Uh, was it Josh now, McCown to be, the, was to be the fourth guy? It was be- like to just like stay at home. You're on standby in case something happens. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that for a million dollars. I think just, that's that's a bargain, right? Really. Yeah, I mean, if my agent does a good job, maybe I'll get athletes first as my agent. There you you know, and and I'll get uh, ten times more than I probably I should think, I think with that, the with the stuff. Okay, I think a good all right. Plan. Story time. <laughs> Story time with Ryan. Yes. Yes. All right, so this uh, this summer, this uh, this summer, I, I I got a call from a friend of mine at, to ask me to participate in something really cool. Right, it was the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson going into the major leagues, and they were putting together a celebrity softball tournament or softball game at Jackie Robinson Stadium there at UCLA. And he asked me to be a part of, it, and I just thought that was incredibly cool. I got to meet Jackie's granddaughters. Um, the foundation that puts it on Nike and um, uh, everybody stood up uh, to put this event on. There were celebrities such as Lil Wayne, who was a part of it. That was pretty cool. Uh, he, he was on my team. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, oh, there we are. There Easy. we are. He was Easy a lot F-baby. shorter than I thought Easy. he was. We all got to wear Dodgers uniforms That's with the number cool. 42 and Robinson on the back. Uh, it, it was a, an unbelievable night. As in anything, when it comes to competition, I am. I go a little bit over the top, right? I have. <laughs> I have to compete at everything. It's been a curse of mine my whole life, right? Um, so, like, I took this really seriously. <laughs> You know, I wanted to play every inning and like our coach who was TJ, TJ Hushmanzada was like, dude, you got, I mean, you can't play every, can't play every inning. I wanted to play shortstop and I wanted to, uh, but they did, they did ask me to be the, the home run derby participant from our team. We were the white team versus the blue team and the blue team's uh, participant. There's one, there's a bomb right there. Uh, the blue team's participant was none other than. There we go. That's a bomb. Terrell Owens was was my competition. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, before we get into this story uh, around the home run derby, there is a backstory to Terrell Owens. Okay. So, how many years ago was it again that he got inducted into the Hall of Fame? Like three years ago, maybe. Yeah, three, four, something like that. He All famously right. did not show up to Canton. Right, and then this is this bears out the story here. Okay. okay. So I was hosting a. One of my whatever shows on Sirius XM or on the Rich Eisen show, who knows? But I was when the news broke that he was inducted and he said, I'm not going to Canton. I'm not doing it. Right. You didn't vote me in as a first team all, uh, or you didn't vote me in as first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. You, you know, you've been you've been against me from the start. All these things. There was a ton of resentment there. And um, and for somebody who has had a ton of resentment for many years around things and how it's disappointed me because I made wrong choices, and wrong decisions. I like. I spoke about it. I was like, T.O., don't do this, man. Please don't do this. Go show up. You will not believe what that, what that Saturday will be like in Canton. Everybody there to celebrate you. You deserve this, right? You deserve this opportunity for how great you were as an NFL player. Mm-hmm. Please don't do this. Well, somehow it must have gotten back to him. That I, was, I, I think I probably tweeted about it, too. So uh, it, it was an issue. I didn't think anything of it. You know, it, we do this all the time, right? We 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 talk about stuff on mm-hmm. the show. Well, I, I'm at Reggie Bush's um, golf celebrity golf tournament a couple weeks later down in Del Mar, and I'm getting my golf clubs out of my bag, or get my golf clubs out of my my trunk of my car, and all of a sudden I see this guy sauntering over to me, big dude. I look up, it's T.O. and he's coming right at me, Uh-oh. and I'm still on parole at the time, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go. T.O. comes to me and Will Smith's me pretty much and says, keep my name out your M, you know, M mouth. And then was just standing over to me. I'm like, I'm going to have to fight T.O. in the parking lot of the Del Mar Country Club <laughs> and I'm going back to jail. <laughs> I mean, I really was. I'm like, I'm not going to touch him. Hopefully I won't get it. But I'm going back to jail because of this. Because I said that you should have went to the, the Hall of Fame. And I'm just looking at him and I'm going... Dude, are, do we have to do we have to fight each other? And he's just kind of standing there with his glasses on, just you know, huffing and puffing. And I'm like, luckily for me, he he chose to he just one more time told me to keep his name out of his mouth and and go away. Oh my gosh! And he did. And it's and I hadn't thought about it much afterwards. The fact that there always was something that was <laughs> a bit traumatic, but that was announced he was on the team uh, for the opposing team. And uh, I remember calling the guy that invited me. I'm like. You know, last time I saw T.O., he tried to fight me. It, I mean, is this is this a possibility? <laughs> is this really a possibility? Because I don't need to be getting any in any trouble at all, at all here. Long story short, we go in, we battle each other in the home run derby. You know, there's a trophy of me holding the home run derby hey. championship trophy here. So we'll just we'll leave it at that. <laughs> said no words. Said no words. Congratulated him on on a, a good performance. But the uh, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. He didn't say that. <laughs> that's weird. The bus beat the Hall of Famer that day, so it was a lot of fun. <laughs> that is um, story time. Story time with Ryan. All right, when we come back, I'm on probation. Um, I was. I was. I'm like. I'm on parole. Like if they, they're gonna. I'm gonna go back to jail because to to because I got to fight with to in a parking lot. Imagine man, telling that, that story. Like a TMZ dream headline. Yeah, oh, please. Oh, yeah. man. Like you All right. made their day. When we come back, Lance Leipold, <laughs> head football coach at Kansas. I'm Ryan Lee filling in for Rich here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll be right back. So, <laughs> yeah, could you just imagine fantastic. the TMZ sports oh, alert? Totally. They like went out about that? 
I mean, it was it was it was um, like the it was the Will Smith thing. He just he didn't slap me, but did he touch you at all? No, he no. just stood there, and I'm you know I was probably two seventy five. Like I mean, I how was, long ago was this? I missed the date. This is right. This three years ago, three probably years, you know okay. three or four years ago, right when he got inducted. Oh. I, I couldn't believe it was happening. You were bigger back then. I was bigger, but I wasn't healthier or fitter. Like like if we had to get into a, a, a three right. round three round right. fight, no. I was I wasn't lasting twenty like, seconds. Right, always shredded no matter yeah. what. No matter 24, what. Twenty four seven yeah, right. three sixty five. I, I have no misconceptions. I, I I get my my tail whooped. Don't get me wrong. Right. Yeah. But still, it's it's a fight, and I'm the one who's on parole. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not good for you. It's not good for me. Yeah, it would be bad. Be bad. You know, I had to walk away from a ton of confrontations with people. Over right. the last you know seven years, because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going back. Yeah, because someone's silly. always going to want to test. By you. the way, Rod, your swing, you look like you give us a couple games. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I, li- I like it. I went, get, I, me you, and the kid went to the batting cage a couple days before yeah. just to make sure to get back into it. My little four and a half year olds hitting so- slow pitch softball, hit <laughs> with a bat, and knocking it around the. I'm like, oh, okay. Because he's four and he's six three. We've already established <laughs> that. Yeah, there <laughs> Tio fought Hugh Douglas in the Eagles locker room. You dug wow before a game, right? Who won that? And I have yeah. not been in many fights. Like uh, early on, there was a kid back home that we used to play sports with down the block. He was the only kid I think I could beat up. I knew I could beat up, so that's the only guy I ever ever got in a fight with. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody else, I knew I would get beat up, so I I just I didn't I, I refrained right. And then when I was in college, I just had all my old linemen, so I poke poke the bear, and then I just kind of run back and let my old linemen deal with it, right? <laughs> So, um, yeah, it was, it, it was an interesting story. So that I was just, I was just worried. I'm like, is he going to try to fight me again? You know, should I be prepared for that? Should I play in this game? Should I put myself in this situation? But no, he's matured. Did he acknowledge you at the home run derby? No, he did not acknowledge me once. Okay. One time he popped one up and I was playing catcher and I went to catch it and he ran right, right at me and like three, three feet away, almost ran into me when I was catching the ball. It was very dangerous. With a bat? Well, he was the bat in his hand, but he's running right by me, you know, oh. like trying to spook me to to not catch the ball, right? Jeez, I, you know, shocking, <laughs> shocking, relevate or shocking uh, revolutions here. Shocking, <laughs> not shocking. All right, we'll be back here on the Hour Rich Island Show with Lance Leipold, Kansas football coach. Mm-hmm.